0: Thank you for inviting me. Thank you HRHE for hosting and the network and David for organizing. Um, okay, I try to find my presentation. It's working. Oh. So perhaps I take this. I found it. okay so I would like to introduce uh, now a continental point of view um, on my issue is thinking um, university critically, the university community and um, my thesis uh, in my thesis, um, I would like to explain In uh, first, there are two uh, words uh, uh, which are important. The first word is experience. It's the same word we heard even um, by um, in, the, in the former uh, presentation. Um, experience, for me, is a word from a phenomenological perspective and I'm speaking out of a phenomenological point of view and phenomenology per- perhaps as a philosophy of experience. And the second word I want to highlight is a pedagogical experience and in Germany we um, try to think about the situation in pedagogical context and in this situation a relation occurs a a relation between the professional and the student this is a pedagogical relation and I try to claim this is a community of studying and in my second thesis um, I want to highlight that the university under conditions of the crisis I want to to show it what crisis uh, of university Uh, can be noticed Um, this crisis perhaps can lead to uh, another view of university, the heterotopia which I want to point out with Hannah Arendt and Michel Foucault and then I want to relate this, link this to the uh, German uh, uh, concept of Bildung Bildung means Uh, a double relation, a a relation to the world or the subject matter of learning and in the same moment the relation to oneself so that in this experience the uh, the self um, is transformed or reframed, the horizon is reframed so the person becomes another one this means in short words so I want to claim this experience of Bildung is an existential experience. So uh, this is my outline and I'll go quite quick through it and uh, on the end of my uh, presentation I will come to the <coughs> point of critique, critique in pedagogical um, contexts of university and we heard a lot on the first point now the crisis of university and one of these challenges might be the neoliberal um, entrepreneurial view of university in times of excellence and technocracy Um, I perhaps think that under the perspective of Bildung and Critique the creative and self-organized learners now criticize, but they criticize under other conditions, then critique and perhaps subjects uh, um, yeah, cr- uh, tried to articulate themselves in former times. So there might be a shift uh, to a neoliberal Perhaps self-organized learner, and this has consequences for studying and for critique in university. And the second challenge might be, and we discussed it in our group uh, this morning, is a critique of colonialism and racism. In uh, it's a deconstructive critique, and this critique may assumes that. Like, uh, there's that language leads to a re-traumatization of affected persons. So, as a result, universities, lectures, and seminars are proclaimed safe spaces. Discriminating terms and content, contents in texts have to be marked by given trigger warnings. Earlier texts have to be rephrased, and the whole canon has to be reconstructed. So perhaps decolonization, decanonization and detraumatization traumatization in the name of race, class, gender and discourse are these indicators for another crisis of university I want to ask and um, I want to answer this question out of a pedagogical perspective and um, perhaps uh, under this pedagogical situation, pedagogical relation perspective, I would like to claim that critique of a technocratic and neoliberal university with a colonial and racist heritage has to focus on its pedagogical matter. From the perspective of the pedagogical situation of students and professionals, the matter of Bildung, that's a word from uh, Horkheimer, and its official function appears. The pedagogical matter of university is seldom subject of a thorough and explicit uh, reflection. From a pedagogical standpoint, however, the actuality of critique of and at university appears then in a different light. The space of university, the lecture or seminar, is a public space for discussion and critique. Not only a space for public thinking of an unconditional university like Derrida says, but a space for making experiences in the studying community. Hannah Arendt asks, where are we when we think? And admits that this place resists everyday topologies as a container or a location. In the process of thinking, we are in fact elsewhere. The relation between life and research manifests itself in this heterotopia of being in the world and being in thought as standing out. Ecstasy, ecstasy, it's a matter of um, a word from Heidegger. Standing out locates itself in becoming, in searching, in questioning, in the open and the uncertain. It constitutes itself in the dedication of the matter, like Horkheimer said. Now I want to introduce in two brief excursions to the continental philosophy and phenomenology of education, a theory of learning from the perspective of negativity in the first and in the second a theory of Bildung and learning as a collaborative community of questioning and counseling. Um, The first is Günther Bock. He wrote a book uh, which is quite um, um, well-known in the German um, Society of Philosophy of Education and Bildung it's called Learning and Experience. Uh, In recent years uh, negative experience has become a field of study within German philosophy of education, recurring on Aristotle, Hegel, Husserl, And even book. Uh, It is now regarded as a starting point for searching, researching, questioning, and trying new ways of perceiving, reflecting, and um, acting. Negative experiences, so book, are substantial to every process of learning and relearning, relearning um Lernen in German. The kind of learning in which we reframe and rearrange previous forms of knowing that and knowing how. Book was a student of uh, Jaspers and Gadamer. According to Gadamer, understanding and learning <coughs> are situated in a temporal horizon. He presents Book presents a very accurate description of the structure of learning as experience. According to Husserl's analysis of intentionality, the structure of experience as horizon is connected to the circle of anticipation and fulfillment on the one hand or disappointment of anticipations on the other hand. The anticipation within experience then is disappointed. This moment he calls with Hegel a negative experience. By undergoing a negative experience as disappointment of anticipations in a certain situation, we experience ourselves in the same way, one's perspective and horizon is changed through having an experience. Future anticipations and past experience change accordingly. Hence, learning from experience can be seen as learning as experience. So, unsolved problems, questions, or even wonder and astonishment can be seen as a challenge for existing knowing how and knowing that. Errors, mistakes, irritations, and things unreadiness to hand, unzuhandtenheiten, like Heidegger says, then become more than just unpleasant incidents within the process of successful practicing and learning. They become a sus- substantial part of it, as changes in habits and the reorganization and transformation of the person uh, is made possible. If, as we, if we look at this negative experience is highly positive um, the second I want to introduce you is Eugen Fink. Um, Eugen Fink is the last um, assistant of Husserl and uh, he was um, a laurel uh, assistant but not like uh, Heidegger uh, even when the, um, Husserl was persecuted by the Nazis Uh, Fink developed a social phenomenology, a co-existential anthropology, and a systematic philosophy of education. Fink gives a phenomenological and praxeological analysis of basic human phenomena. He differentiates five fundamental practices of Dasein, play, power, work, love, death, and education. They are seen as social, co-existential and embodied practices in time and space of society and as an expression of care about existence. Within education, caring, learning, wonder and astonishment, questioning as well as counseling become basic practices. At the same time, these practices allow humans to maintain a productive openness towards the world, the foreign and the other. Fink calls the educational practice a community of questions or questioning. The community is determined by power, society and culture and has its reference point in the collective plight of not knowing how, not knowing. Negativity is a dominant thought here as well as experience of the, the alien or foreigners and of the other education becomes a community of generations which generate provisional ideas and educational aims under conditions of mutual foreigners. education is thus characterized by difference and contro- controversy 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 i don't know controversies thank you um, these controversies are those of subjects being situated in their social-political space, which means that education is also a democratic process. The elsewhere of university. For the crisis of university, these sorts of book and think can offer a, new, uh, offer a new perspective. Negativity is part of the experience of learning and is highly productive. In the community of questions, matters are critically discussed without the pressure of having having to succeed. Rather, this focus is on a joint discussion. The confrontation with the subject matter always contains a provocation and irritation. In this provocation, foreigners and vulnerability manifest themselves for all involved. Uh, Foreigners in the confrontation of the other and the other in a plural and different world is standing out into openness and uncertainty. In this situation, the professional proposes a subject matter from a disciplinary or academic perspective with the intention of a starting joint process of thinking, questioning and searching. In ecstasy as a standing out. The professional existentially puts himself or herself at risk, exposes herself or himself to the questions, answers and critique of the subject matter and of the students and vice versa. The uh, professional shows the subject matter by showing himself or herself in front of the others. In becoming aware of it, the students show themselves Uh, uh, as well in front of the other. They think, confront the subject matter, are provoked by it and then they themselves expose to the openness and uncertainty, uh, uncertainty the ecstasy of academic researching and searching. Confrontation, challenge and strain mark the pedagogical situation. Um, The university community as a public community can be determined in the light of recent provocative uh, questions. The form of confrontation and ecstasy in the discussion in which thinking can occur. Provocation and irritation are an ineliable part of discussion. They rely on foreigners in the confrontation with the subject matter. Thus elsewhere, of the university community cannot be a safe space. It has to open up itself to, the, to these irritations and provocation, accept them, render them subject of discussion, reflect and contextualize them in order to enable an experience and the occurrence of thinking. Its goal cannot be to create a therapeutic environment by creating safe spaces and giving trailer warnings. The pedagogical relation uh, situation of thinking conversation at university is fundamentally and systematically different from a te- therapeutic su- uh, situation. This public sphere of uh, discussion favoring provocative thinking does not allow straightening of um, words, terms and contents. This provocation has to be endured if one does not want to hinder the joint process of an open discussion. This also means that texts and people are to be understood from their historical, social and cultural circumstances as well as from their recent situation as opposed to existing norms, terms and judgments a critical position can only be claimed through this form of contextualization along with an understanding of the subject matter a decolonization of a university as a critical approach to its uh, colonial and racist heritage can thus not mean decanonizing contents and entering into a therapeutic relationship the twofold Contextuali- contextualization, historically, cultural, and recent, is combined with a twofold positional critical towards the subject matter, texts, and opinions, and critical to one's own norms and judgments. Um, only then can an orientation in the heterotopic space of thought and experience take place. If this is neglected, and instead a simple form of positioning, evaluating, interpreting, approving or disapproving is preferred, the dedication to the matter is hindered. This we call um, a trivialization of critique then with Foucault. Um, my last point, academic critique. course, draws our attention to the fact that critique cannot stem from rationalistic conditions of success alone. Rather, it constitutes itself as an ethos of difference. Foucault claims that what causes for using critique is a critical stance and a specific attitude towards thinking as practice. It determines this open but not universalized or trivialized project of critique, which can surpass boundaries as a boundary attitude. This boundary attitude is open for irritations and provocations for the other and the alien. Characteristic for this attitude is the transgression transgression or transformation of positions in the community as the ethos of critique and um, exercising uh, judging. Exercising judging is different from mere attitude or activism this exercise reflectively addresses its one conditions of success and justification and a critical reflective critique can ensue the ethos of critique manifests itself in the joint process of exercising judging critique my last sentence is thus based on the dual positional, matter and the self, and the dual contextualization, historically, culturally and recently mentioned above. It is articulated um, in a stance and ethos towards the subject matter that are of current relevance to the people involved and whose provocations and irritations prove to be a challenge it constitutes itself in the elsewhere of university community whose ethos also consists of bracketing own and foreign <laughs> prejudices, dogmatisms, discriminations, racisms and colonialisms. Bra- bracketing is a, a phenomenological epoche, putting in brackets and put it by side. In this the recognition of the other as the other is constituted particularly because one is not in agreement. Standing out into an open and uncertain space of thought becomes possible which remains the most interesting and surprising element of the uh, experience of thinking. This elsewhere marks the significance of studying as a um, communal and public practice. Thank you very much. And last but not least, I want to speak out an invitation, we have a conference in Berlin every year and this is the fifth international symposium on phenomenological research. The topic is uh, next year, Feeling, Emotion, Mood. You are very much invited to this um, conference. Thank you very much.